0: I want you to imagine what a soft life feels like for you. I want you to imagine what it feels like in your body. And start from the very top. What does a soft life feel like in my mind, on my forehead, in my jaw, in my throat? What does a soft life feel like in my chest, in my gut? What does it feel like in my hands, in my legs? What does a soft life feel like, right? So when we talk about embodiment, it's not just like, just be about it. It's, it's quite literally embodying to to put it within your body right for your body to to merge with this concept welcome to flourish in the foreign an award winning podcast that celebrates elevates and affirms the voices and stories of black women living and thriving abroad while exploring living abroad as a pathway to wellness I'm your host, Christine Job, a Black American woman with Trinidadian roots, podcaster, business strategist and entrepreneur based in Valencia, Spain. Hey everyone, welcome back to Flourish in the Foreign. I'm Christine and I'm so happy you have chosen to spend some time with me and the podcast. Thank you very much. It's greatly appreciated. All right, on to the next episode. (music) Season 4, episode 17. Thanks for tuning in. You know, I wasn't planning on recording this today today when i'm recording it is actually summer solstice and i was not planning on recording this but something has been on my heart for a minute and then today was like the final straw like i just mm, the final straw and it involves a lot of y'all out here who listen to the podcast not believing in yourselves Like y'all really not believing in yourselves, y'all really, I wouldn't even say playing small at this point. I think it's like your concept of success or a life well lived has been so battered or so tainted that for you to even move, you have to conceive of something that is so much less for yourself so much less than what you truly want. And so for the summer solstice, I decided to talk to you guys about really living a soft life and moving abroad and thriving abroad requires a lot of hard decisions. And implementing soft life principles in Building a business, regardless if it's abroad or domestically, requires a lot of courage, and I want to talk about those things because I just am getting messages from y'all that I love because I love y'all. Y'all be like, you don't know us, but I do. I I do love y'all. I know that's kind of weird, but I do because. You know, when we interact and stuff like that, I just love y'all. I don't know. I just do. And it pains me to, to read responses about you not believing in yourself, in your business. It pains me to hear about you not really taking your dream of moving abroad seriously, or that you feel like it's impossible, or, or it just is not going to happen. So I want to talk for real with y'all about these two subjects, and perhaps there will be two episodes. That'll be interesting editing for me. Here we go. So soft life, The thing about soft life and moving abroad and living abroad is that it requires making hard ass decisions and then standing in it. Okay? So when I'm talking about soft life, you know, this is like an aesthetic, a phrase, a hashtag that I came across I guess on TikTok. But I mean, the concept of soft living is not new. A concept of either perhaps you believe it means enjoying luxury or a life of leisure or what have you. This is not new and it's not new for black women across the diaspora, okay? And I've written about it, so check out the blog posts. But Soft life, as I refer to it, and I'm going to discuss now, really means an intentional living. Soft life, to me, means intentional living and an intentional unbecoming. This is what I mean. This is how we get to soft life is that it's an intentional manner to live and it's an intentional unbecoming before we can become. To me, soft life, even though I love, I love the TikToks, I love black girl soft life, okay? I love dewy skin, I love great lighting, I love, you know, frolicking or what have you. Love it, love luxury, yes. Love it, love it, love it. But for me, Soft life, Black girl's soft life, for it to really mean anything, right? For it to not be cotton candy, but for it to be substantive food, food that can nourish you and sustain you, it must be embodiment. So what I mean, it's great to take pictures for your TikTok and IG, but are you actually living a soft life? And quite frankly, a lot of times taking the pics... And hashtagging soft life is easier than actually embodying soft life. Because like I said before, soft life, choosing to live a soft life, requires hard decisions. It requires first, the first hard decision, I would say, is for you to decide who are you in this moment? Who have you been being in this one life that you have? And are you satisfied with who you have been portraying and being or pretending yourself to be? That's a hard decision. That's a man in a mirror kind of decision, right? For you to actually acknowledge that and then decide if that person is in alignment with who you feel you are meant to become or who you are deeply, but also is that in alignment with your vision of soft life, right? That's the first hard decision. So the first decision isn't like, let me put on some lip gloss and take a picture. The first decision of soft life is to say to yourself, who am I? Who am I and what do I believe about myself in this moment? Who do I believe about myself in the future? Who do I believe I can become or who do I want to become, right? That's, That's like the first hard decision, I would say. And you're like, that's not a decision. You're not deciding anything. But you are, right? You actually are. By contemplating yourself, you are deciding who you are. And I think it's really important to be mindful of how you frame yourself. Right? That's the first decision. The second decision that is hard is to actually decide what does living a soft life mean to you now we're just going to go general we're going to talk about living abroad in a minute but what does that actually mean to you you know i think that scrolling tiktok i'm guilty of it or making a vision board on pinterest or whatever those things are i mean it's cool it's fun you know It's, it's better than doom scrolling i guess But is it truly productive in the ways that you need to be productive in this assessment of your life? I would say no. I think it's good maybe for inspo. But what I would love for you to do is for you to first sit with yourself in stillness and contemplate daydream what a soft life would feel like not even what you're doing not what you're having but what what would that actually feel like how do you describe softness right if you close your eyes right now and I say imagine imagine a stuffed Teddy bear rubbing up against your cheek. You can imagine what that feels like. If I said, imagine, you know, a satin pillowcase rubbing up against your cheek, you can imagine what that feels like. I want you to imagine what a soft life feels like for you. I want you to imagine what it feels like in your body. And start from the very top. What does a soft life feel like in my mind, on my forehead, in my jaw, in my throat? What does a soft life feel like in my chest, in my gut? What does it feel like in my hands, in my legs? What does a soft life feel like, right? So when we talk about embodiment, it's not just like, just be about it. It's, it's quite literally embodying to, to put it within your body, right? For your body to, to merge with this concept. When you feel what it feels like, I want you to open your eyes. And write that down. I don't want you to be concerned with it making sense. It could just be words, okay? Just write down what does that feel like, okay? Words, adjectives, objects. They don't have to mean anything to nobody, but it's important that you write it down. I want you to then contemplate that list. And from that space, that internal space, that internal contemplation, I want you to then go back into stillness, close your eyes, and contemplate what types of activities would garner these feelings inside of your body. Okay? Too often we do it reverse, we see something very nice. we say, oh, that's nice. That, that's that's part of a life well-lived because it makes me feel nice, right? I saw this Rolex. Looks great. That's part of my life well-lived. That's part of my soft life. And maybe it is. I don't know. But, you know, and maybe we see something else on Pinterest. And we're like, yes, 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 yes. This is my vision board. I want you to flip it. That's what I want you to do, Okay. I want you to actually consider what your body responds to and how your body communicates softness, the things that your body might be desiring to experience as softness. Okay? And then I want you to contemplate the situations or the ideas that evoke those responses in your body when you contemplate them. I want you to utilize yourself yourself in your deep desires, in the softness within your body as the compass, as the anchor for this soft life. And then I want you to think about the first question I asked, which is who you are in this moment. How would you describe this person? And then I want you to think about in what ways are you, not anybody else, I know, in what ways are you blocking, preventing yourself from embodying this softness? I'm not saying there's not circumstances and systemic, and I'm, I'm talking about you first. Because what I have found is that the first person to tell us no is ourselves about anything. About anything. You'd be like, I want some gum. No. No. But, but I want some gum. <laughs> no, no gum for you, right? Or, you know, I want some candy. No, no candy for you. And you'd be like, what? I just want one piece. And it's a peppermint. Why can't I have a peppermint, you know? I want you to first think about all of the ways in which you have denied yourself, prevented yourself blocked yourself told yourself perhaps you were not worthy of softness without judgment and I want you to actually write this down stream of conscious style no judgment right I haven't worked hard enough for it I'm not as successful as I want to be how can I have a soft life I haven't done xyz how can I have a soft life I did xyz you know I want you to first write that down. I promise we're getting to living abroad. Don't worry about it. And when you do that, I want you to think about why. Perhaps it's learned behavior because well, cause everybody else says no to themselves like this. That's why I say no too. Or everybody says I have to earn it or something like that. And so that's why I say no to myself. Or why? Maybe it's as simple as it's not supposed to be so easy, right? I'm not supposed to have it easy. I'm not supposed to have it soft. I want you to examine that as well. The next step is to kind of take this previous step of all the ways you've told yourself no and flip it. And maybe it's not the opposite, but how can, how can I tell myself yes, how. And sometimes that's hard for us to think about. So if you have to write down conditions, I mean, go ahead if you want to, but write down how you can tell yourself yes, or maybe contemplate what would it be like if you you posed the opposite reasoning for yourself? So if you're saying, I can't have this softness. I've told myself no because everybody told me so. You know, I haven't worked 60 years or something like that. The opposite might be, well, I'm not everybody else. So I, I don't expect my life to look like everybody else's. I don't plan on making the same decisions. And I don't, I don't subscribe to that. Or maybe you feel like you haven't earned it. Maybe the opposite is, I have. I have earned it. <laughs> or perhaps it's, I don't have to earn this life. I'm creating it, right? I want you to take that step. So you stream a conscious, all of the ways you tell yourself no. I want you to think about how you can tell yourself Yes. And look, I'm sure the nose will be strong within you. But this is a time for you to argue with yourself <laughs> and see if you can argue and convince yourself of the softness you so desire. Yes? Okay. Now, once you've done that, and I'm not saying that it's going to be a one and done kind of thing. Because if you've been telling yourself no, you've been doing it because you have assumed a belief yourself, yes, it's going to sound like, I don't know, some lie, like I'm doing this like this woo-woo exercise that you're going to be rolling your eyes to. And that's fine. But I think it's worth going back and back and back to and being curious. Nobody says you got to convince yourself in one day, hey, indoctrination takes a while. So it's for you to try to reprogram yourself in a in a way that is in alignment with what you want, might take a minute, and that's okay. But the next step is that I want you to contemplate the type of woman or person that you would be that not only said yes in the places where you had been saying no to yourself, But what type of person you would be that lived in embodiment with this soft feeling like that's just your that's just your equilibrium. That's that's who you are. What type of person would you be? And more importantly, who would you need to become? And maybe even more importantly, who would you have to unbecome? Hmm. See, in soft life, and especially when people want to live this soft life and living abroad, a lot of people stay with the cotton candy and aesthetics of it, right? Because look, having cotton candy every once in a while is nice. I mean, you just realize this is a cloud of sugar in my mouth. Like, what is this? And it's nice for a minute, you know, before the sugar film gets on your teeth and you're like, this is horrible. But it is nice for a minute. But what happens is that people feel like they're going to satiate themselves on aesthetics. And it's never filling because it's not embodiment. And so I'm taking you through this, uh, this exercise to recognize that for you to embody a life well-lived, abroad, a soft life abroad, you're going to have to let go of things. Past decluttering your house, that's going to be important. You can't take everything with you. But also, you can't take all of you with you. You feel me? Because everywhere you go, you bring yourself. So you got to be really mindful about the self that you are bringing to this next location. You got to be really mindful that the self that you're bringing is in alignment or at least is super receptive to this next chapter of your life, this soft life, this life well lived. It's not a one and done thing. It's not like you can like let go parts of yourself at a yard sale, and get some money back for it. Wouldn't that be great? Would we even need therapy? I'd be like, oh no, no, no. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna sell this trauma. No, no, no. And then be like, and then be mad at people. Be like, are you trying to lowball my trauma? No, I said three hundred dollars. Like, don't even try to play me. This is three hundred dollars worth of trauma. Anyway, it's not that easy. It isn't but it's so important to understand that for the soft life that you are looking for and that you might feel frustrated because you feel like it's so far away perhaps some of these things have not come to fruition because you have not been willing to let go of parts of yourself that cannot make the journey you are unwilling to let go of parts of yourself That are not in alignment with the life you so desperately claim to want. You have not let go of part of yourself that is literally telling you, no, you cannot have. And so, this is an exercise for you, from me, with love. For you to become... So I invite you to unbecome so that you may actually embody living a life well lived, a soft life. And you'll be like, Christine, you're not even a psychologist. No, I'm not. I took uh psych 101 in university, and that's about it. I'm just I just know this for myself, I don't know, and others. And uh being a business strategist is kind of like being a therapist. (laughs) If I'm telling the truth, it's like kind of being a therapist for a lot of it. It's very interesting that way. But look, I'm just, I'm a observer of life, a commenter on life, perhaps. And I want y'all not to quote unquote win. I want y'all to live. I want you to live. I want you to taste the sweetness of whatever that means to you. Not because, I mean, it's going to do anything for me, but I wanted that for you. And it really bothers me when I read these messages and I see these comments, or maybe I see somebody else on some other platform. And it's not that you don't get it. It's like you're frustrated and I get it and you're spinning your wheels, but you don't realize that like, like you're stepping on your own tail. You know what I'm saying? You got the water hose and no water's coming out because you're stepping on it. You feel me? So on this summer solstice, I want you to choose yourself and bet on yourself by unbecoming, okay? That's part of why I have my Moving about With Intention guide. A lot of it is about figuring out what you need to unbecome and what you need to let go of, being self-aware to recognize in the ways in which you may have been the weapon formed against you. You know what I'm saying. So, hey, we all been there. We're all I mean, I'm there right now, perhaps. You know, I got a journal. I'd be like, you know what? I might be the weapon formed against me in this situation. (laughs) We've all been there. But I wanna say that to y'all because it's it's been on my heart. And I just feel like summer solstice is obviously an auspicious time. And you know, even though time is a societal construct, you know, we play into it, but you know, it's whatever. I really do want you to consider what do you want for your life? Truly. And how many I mean how many more excuses are you going to be making for yourself? And I don't say that with judgment. I make excuses for myself all the time. I get it. But it's delays, right? Even when we have good excuses, trauma excuses, financial excuses. These are not excuses. These are reasons, right? I think all of y'all who have been through some adversity and you've been able to move past things also recognize at some point you'd be like, that was some shit I went through or that was crazy. But like, I just had to decide like I was going to make a way. I was just going to, I was going to, I was going to move, From it, I was going to move. I was going to try. And I want you to do that. And this is an amazing way to do that because I'm not really even requiring you to do much except for be real with yourself. So examine why, if you're feeling some resistance to what I'm saying, why you might be feeling that resistance. I know why. Because things are going to have to be different. Moving abroad, your life is going to be different. That's why you encounter resistance within yourself, your family, your friends. People are like, whoa, whoa, you're changing things up. But to move abroad with intention to embody soft living, especially as a Black woman in this world. Where everybody thinks we should be working all the damn time and laboring for free. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> Can y'all Because I went through something earlier this week, and I was like, you know What? You know what? Anyway, that's going to be hard. That's going to shake up a lot of people, right? It's going to shake up yourself and your own beliefs. But that's actually the most important work to do. It's within yourself, your beliefs, what you think is possible, who you actually think you are for real, not who you say you are in your IG or Twitter bio, (laughs) Or who you tell your friends, you know, which one of you in the friends, you're Samantha, you're a whoever. Okay, no. Who are you for real? For real. And you may not like it for real, but guess what? You get to choose and change for real. But only if you acknowledge it. So on this summer solstice, I want you to choose soft living I want you to choose it for your day-to-day life, and I want you to choose it for living abroad because just because you move abroad does not mean that you live a soft life abroad. And it would behoove you to understand who you are and what soft living actually means to you before you make any type of decision like that. Do not try to fit a square peg into a round hole because everybody's moving to Portugal. Okay? Okay. Don't do it. Understand who you are, because this is a major life decision. I mean, you can always come back for sure, but this is an exercise. And if you can be true to yourself, can you be true to yourself or will you be wrapped up in the hype of others? Will you depend on what others think is best? Will you be wrapped up in what others have thought is best for them? So you think it must be good for you too. Will you be wrapped up in what others have deemed a good life, a soft life? Or will you actually take the stand to cultivate something bespoke for your damn self? Requiring you to get to know your damn self and to be curious, not only about the world and what it has to offer, but about yourself and what you truly want and who you are wanting to be in this next chapter of your life. That's on my heart. That's on my heart today. So I had to get that out. I hope y'all appreciate it. I mean, if you guys hate it, you can throw tomatoes, I suppose. But I don't know. It was, it was on my heart. And maybe I'll come and talk to y'all more. I wasn't planning on doing it. I was going to just send y'all some reruns. But <laughs> I will. Maybe I feel, like, I feel like I have a lot to say, actually. And I do like y'all. You know, I love y'all. Y'all the best audience in the world. So, you know, and that is biased. But it's also true. Two things can be true at the same time. Hey everyone, I hope you're enjoying this episode of Flourish in the Foreign. And if you are, be sure to support this podcast by going to buymeacoffee.com slash flourishforeign buying me a coffee you can also write a review of the podcast on apple podcast Podchaser, and anywhere else you listen to the show thank you so much for listening and supporting now back to the episode Okay, I wanna talk about building a business and I know it's not build a business abroad mini season, which you guys can check out. I did a whole season about building a business abroad, season three is a whole mini season about building a business. And I wanna talk about it and I think it's applicable to also perhaps some aspects of career transition. Y'all know that I have the offer for one hour business strategy sessions, which are still going on to the end of June, 2023 in celebration of our 100th episode, where I got a lot of feedback about Build a Business Abroad, group coaching, and how y'all want it back. And can I just say, chatting with y'all in these sessions, one, y'all going to make me bring back this coaching program sooner, because I just, I love talking to y'all. I do. It's just part of my, it's part of my sacred service. It really is. I don't try to deny it at all, but it's just like, I've just been doing a lot of things. I've been doing a lot of things, and I'm trying to live a soft life. I've been trying to take care of my health, and so I can't do all of the things. But y'all gonna make me bring it back sooner rather than later because I love talking to y'all. But something that I do not like is how many of y'all sleep on yourselves. Y'all make me mad. I love y'all, but you make me mad. Y'all really, really don't be believing in yourselves. Y'all really don't be betting on yourselves. And it drives me crazy, okay? It drives me crazy because y'all are brilliant and amazing. But it drives me crazy because, (sighs) I could talk about this all day. I'm going to try to keep it short and sweet. You know, I I wrote a blog post about what I deem are the soft life principles that could be utilized to build a business and the importance of sustainability and impact, purpose, but also rest, right? And I also wrote a blog post about utilizing what I call the Billy Blanks method in building a business, also with soft life principles, too. And I feel like y'all need to like read that blog post, but I'm gonna bring it I'm gonna bring back the key points to y'all. I'm gonna fuss at y'all because yeah, y'all need it. I didn't realize how much y'all need it, but talking to you who everyone I've worked with, y'all are brilliant and you know I love you. But I also may realize like y'all really playing on these talents and these gifts that you have, and I just can't have that. Like it's just not okay. And what I'm finding is is that it's a huge confidence issue is going on. A lot of you simply do not believe that you have a good idea or you don't feel like you'll be understood. Like you feel like you're too weird to have a business and make money. You're afraid of what people think about you or you just feel like nobody's going to get it. And I think especially as Black women, we need you to be weird. (laughs) We need you to be yourself. We need it because clearly we don't have that much representation of the magnificence and diversity of what it is to be a Black woman, not only in heritage and culture, but in lifestyle and experience and interest, we need you. And whatever you think is weird, it's not weird. I'm sorry. Like, I I haven't haven't met anybody that has stumped me yet, truly. Not on weirdness. Like, viability doesn't stump me either, because it's either like, this is how we can make this viable, and maybe you want to do it, maybe you don't. And if you don't want to do it, then it's not really being stumped. It's like, okay, girl, well... You figure out how you're going to make that viable. This is what I said. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not easily stumped. Honestly, I, I don't feel like I'm ever stumped because even when people are like, you don't get it. Because I like, it's always something random. People feel like it's super duper random, but I have a knack to actually pull like the common thread. I don't know why. I don't know how it was developed inside my brain. I don't know if it's just intuition I don't know, obviously God, universe given. I just have a knack for like pulling it all together and getting down to what we really need to talk about and what we need to do. But a lot of y'all feel like what you want is unattainable because you won't be understood. That's what it comes down to. I think that's such an interesting belief. It's such an interesting belief, but it also it's a belief that hinders you from ever stepping out and being seen or, quote unquote, judged, assessed and things like that. And I just want to say to y'all, to stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. I and the world needs what you have. Now, I know there's plenty of people who talk about business and stuff like that. And they're like, the world needs your special gift. And you don't want to hear that. Okay, girl. Well, I'll put some bass in my voice. The world needs your <laughs> The world needs your special gift. No, but especially as black women and however you position yourself within that identity or whatever identity you hold. Like in a very Strictly marketing sense, like the weirder you are, the better because that's just more differentiation and less marketing costs. Like you just go where the weirdos at. Like that's perfect. You know, you're like, I'm a weirdo. I'm like, cool girl, go where all the weirdos at. Like this is not hard marketing. All right, great. Messaging, I'm for the weirdos. All right, great. Like girl, what? <laughs> this is this is great. You're not for everyone. You're already niching yourself down. Amazing. Though so what I but seriously like I I can't hear y'all talking about this anymore. Not from like I'm not over it or anything like that, but like you have got to stop playing with your gifts. You have got to stop playing with the sacred service, the divine service, whatever you want to call it, you've got to stop playing with that because it's not about you. And I know I've talked about this before. But I'm going to fuss at you some more. Your gifts, the reason why you have this idea, right, to create this business, and you feel like it's so weird, but you're like I love it and it It moves me, and it you know shakes me up, and I feel all like alive and stuff like that. It's not for you to keep. It's not for you to like journal about it. It's not for you to like think about it in the quiet of your mind, but never to say anything to anyone. It's about you actually stepping into service. It is not about you. It is not about you. I know that it feels like it's about you because you're the one that's going to be putting up the funds and you got to be the face of it or you got to put it out there and you don't know if people are going to like you, if it's going to be worth it. Am I going to get my money back? Am I going to make some money, profit, and stuff like that? Which we can, we can work on all those things, right? We can work on profitability. We can even work on visibility at some point. But I can't make you believe in yourself, and when I say believe in yourself, it doesn't mean like you got to put on a cape and be like, I'm the best in the world. You know, you don't got to turn on Trina and be like, I'm the baddest. It would help, but like, it, you don't have to. You can be shaking. You can be unsure. But what you have to be is as purposeful. If you are attached to a purpose that is larger than yourself, then we can rock. If you know you have a service and you know that there are people who would appreciate and they would gain so much from the service, we can rock. But if you cannot take yourself out of being the center of focus, I don't know what to tell you. I don't. And maybe other people be like, girl, you don't have to do that. I'm just saying, like for me. You know, I sat on the idea of a flourishing of foreign. And I like to bring this up because this is something like I had no experience in. Being an entrepreneur, I had experience. I mean, I I have a business degree. I went to law school. I worked in an incubator. Like I had experience being a consultant before going out on my own. But coming into audio, podcasting, I didn't know anything at all except for NPR. Like that's it. That's all I knew. I didn't know anything at all. I didn't, and when I say that, like I'm not being disingenuous. I did not know how to edit. I did not know how to pitch people for these types of things. I didn't know anything about anything. And I sat on it for a long time, wishing other people would do it because I felt like other people would be better at it. And then I felt like it's kind of weird because it's only about black women, but actually, actually that wasn't the weird thing. It was like, but I want to be about wellness. It was really important for me to examine wellness from different angles. It was really important for me not to talk about wellness as in like, what kind of bath bombs do you use? And uh, like, <laughs> it, was, it was really important for the conversation about wellness, especially with black women to be just expansive And for people to make up their own decisions and definitions. It was really important for me that, you know, that the audience could see themselves in different aspects of the guest lives. But also can see how wellness wasn't a one and done thing. Like, it's a constant evolution. And I was like, who am I to assert? Like, this would be a good idea. I would listen to it. I think it's great. But like, I don't know if anyone else would listen to it. I don't know if anyone else would care. But I moved on it because I felt that this idea came to me for a reason. I didn't have to have grandiose ideas for it for it to be worthy. And I knew that I had to continue because after I did my very first interview, which I did with one of my best friends, I knew I was onto something, and I was larger than myself. And then when I started interviewing other women, women I had no relationship with, the strangers who were telling me their life stories, and I knew how I felt listening to them, and then I knew I, knew I had something there. Now I'm talking about podcasting. This is applicable across all types of businesses and service. It is so much larger than yourself. And perhaps your business, your first business idea will be that one that'll make you, I don't know, empress of your kingdom, whatever that might be. Or it might, it might not, it might be a pivot. But what I do know is that by you being obedient to whatever tug that's on your heart and you exploring that and being in alignment with that service, a lot of amazing things are going to happen for you. Because you decided to be of service. Whether it will be a pivot to the next thing that's, you know, to the next business that's going to be the thing. Whether it's going to be meeting people that are going to change your life. Whether it's going to be an an experience of profound humility, realizing how much you have changed other people's lives. But I need y'all to stop playing small. I, you have to. Because it's not about y'all. And I know you're like, but I'm scared. And you don't get it, Christine. I am such a hardcore introvert. And people don't believe me because I have this podcast. You see me on this. You see me on that. Because y'all don't know me in real life. <laughs> And all my friends in real life are like, that girl, we got to be like, you will answer this phone or I will come to your house. Okay. I am an introvert. I'm not socially awkward, but like, I like being at home and I struggle putting myself out there a lot, which is why I picked podcasting because it's basically like me talking to myself. And then only after I've hit, you know, publish, I then I get become stricken. I'm like, oh, wait, people can hear this? Or when people, like when you guys write reviews, you write to me and I'm like, wait, you can hear me? (laughs) Wait, y'all can hear this? What's going on? (laughs) And honestly, that still happens. Like it's absurd at this point, but we move. So... I understand being afraid of being judged or being misunderstood or people not getting it, but I also have to let you know that it's, it's not about you. It is about your sacred service, but it is about you because, honey, how are you going to evolve into the next grand iteration of yourself if you do not trust yourself enough to step out and experience this? You've had an intuitive nudge. Why are you not following it? Nobody said you got to mortgage your house. (laughs) Nobody said that. But why will you not approach this with curious eyes and a curious heart for your own edification, regardless if you become Forbes 30 under 30, 40 under 40, 50 under 50, whatever. Like, that's not the point. The point is for you to satiate that curiosity and for you to show up in your service. And the blessings and the evolution happen. That's just how it works. I need y'all to show up for yourselves. Y'all got me kind of upset. I'm not like joking. I'm like, I'm kind of irritated. I really need y'all to show up, but I also need you to show up because there's a lot of mediocrity out here. That's some bogusness. Oh, I'm going to get hot. There's a lot of mediocrity out here. And while you're wasting time doubting yourself, a lot of whack shit is being put out into the market by disingenuous people, by unethical people, by incompetent people. And I'm just not with it when I know that you're brilliant and amazing and competent and full of integrity. Stop. Like you're depriving, you're depriving society. And I don't appreciate that. I don't appreciate it. I want you all to stop playing with yourselves. There's no more hemming and hawing. I want you to launch this business, girl, person. I want you to launch the business. I want you to make the sale. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Let's get it together. I don't, I don't want to hear none of this. You're scared. We're all scared. Let's hold hands together and get it done because what I don't want you to be is in the same mental stagnation, not betting on yourselves in six months. We can't be there. We got to move on. It's boring and it's stagnating and it's going to really, really mess up everything. <laughs> we don't need the stagnation to, to ferment into analysis, paralysis, wine. We don't know. No more. So let's go. Let's get it. If you have not gotten the Build a Business Abroad guide, cop that. If you haven't, if you didn't know, I actually did a workshop for the Black Expat all about putting together your business framework. I suggest you, it's a masterclass. You can purchase. It's on demand. You can watch it over and over again if you'd like. You can watch that. I'll put the link in the description of this episode. And if you're like, no, girl, I need to work with you. (laughs) All right, so I have decided to do a build a business abroad mastermind. Yes, a little bit different from the group coaching. As I said previously, I've been retooling the group coaching program and I've decided in the interim, let's just go ahead and do an eight week mastermind, live video sessions with me and everyone else who signs up. So, build a business abroad mastermind eight weeks starting in July. Okay? Eight weeks. We're going to have two major focuses of this mastermind. One, visibility, because a lot of y'all are afraid to step into your greatness. A lot of y'all are afraid to be successful. A lot of y'all are afraid to make money. So we're going to work on that. And the second thing we're going to do is is we're going to create a sales system for you which is to say we're going to create a step by step plan and execute that plan of sustainable sales system for your business that's what we're going to do you know black friday is coming up <laughs> and all of that jazz But also just for the sustainability of your business, it's so important to have steps in place that can be repeatable, right? So that the business is viable, sustainable, and impactful while employing soft life principles, right? So that's how we do soft life in business is that we build systems, not so that we can suddenly forget it, we still got to manage it, but basically we can set it and forget it, okay? This mastermind for eight weeks is going to be 1500 USD. Please sign up as soon as possible because I'm really excited about this. I know that at the end of these eight weeks, your business is going to be in a completely different place than it was before, especially or perhaps only If you do all of the things that I tell y'all to do. Now, every week we're going to meet, we're going to chat, and I'm going to give you homework. You're going to feel like you're not ready. You're going to do it anyway, and you're going to have a beautiful business at the end of this eight weeks, if you listen to me, okay? That's what we're going to do. So do not delay. Join my masterclass. We're going to kick off in July. If you want more information, the link is in the description of this episode. It's on the website. It's in your email. It's everywhere. Okay? Let's do this right. Let's get it done. No more excuses. And for those of you that might be wondering, am I going to do another mastermind this year? Am I going to do another group coaching this year? To be completely honest, I don't know. I don't know. I know I tell y'all this a lot, but I have a lot of things going on. So like, I'm not sure yet. I'm trying to get myself situated and, again, employ soft life principles. And I have a lot of other things going on. So we will see. We will see. But what I will tell you is that don't bet on me doing it again this year. I wouldn't do that. If you are serious about getting this business to where it needs to be, which is making money, let's work because time is just a ticking away. And I'm not sure what you're waiting for because you're never going to feel ready. And it's never going to be the right time. But this is the time for you to actually make a difference in your life. You are the ones you've been waiting for. And I'm just here to hold you accountable. Okay? That's what I'm here for. All right. I look forward to seeing you all in the mastermind. All right, y'all. Enough fussing for today. I don't want to talk to you so rough, but like let's get it. Let's get it. And as always, big thanks to Zachary Higgs who produced the music of this here podcast. Remember, it's not about moving abroad. It's not about being abroad. It's about flourishing abroad. So go abroad and cultivate a life well lived. See you next time.